You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Fearless Business Podcast, sharing with you the business behind running a business. We're your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Mary Clavier. Each week, we'll be bringing you great guests, insights from our experiences, and a behind-the-scenes look at all the topics you may be afraid to tackle in your business, but shouldn't be. So sit back, get comfy, and let's get started. Welcome to episode 140 of the Fearless Business Podcast. This is Jamie, and I'm here with my co-host, Mary, and I cannot believe it's November. I just... I... Denial. <laughs> how is it November? How how are we... I don't... Yeah. I don't know. Those are my words. Although, you know, has 2020 gone by very slowly, or is it already November? <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. I don't, I can't answer any of those questions. No. I'm just, yeah. I saw, I saw someone, um, someone, one of my friends got an ad for an ornament that had all these like 2020, you know, references on it, like toilet paper and wear a mask and all these things. And she was like, why would anyone want to remember any of that? (laughs) I mean, look, I'm I'm Jewish, so I don't collect ornaments, but I feel like if I collected ornaments, it would be from happy times, like trips right. I've taken, not right. the toilet paper shortage of 2020. Right. right. Let's just skip all of that, please. Oh my gosh. I just, yeah. an ornament. Yeah. She got an ad for it. That's so, I want to know what she's searching to get that ad. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> What's her Google search look like? Right. <laughs> That's oh my God, that question. parlays right into our conversation. See, That's see the what I did greatest there? accidental segue we've ever had in our lives because we are introducing November's theme and it is sales and marketing. Look at that. Let's say that I did it on purpose. Okay, everyone. That was unbelievable. We set that up beautifully. I'm so proud of us. We're going to end the episode now because it's not possible for us to um, go any, be any better. <laughs> going as far as, yeah. yeah, exactly. Planning. That's That's called planning. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're amazing. Yeah, no, I, I like this theme, um, mostly because it sales, I feel very confident in and marketing. I feel as not confident as a person can feel. Yeah. I feel, I feel probably very close to you. I sales, it depends on the situation. Sometimes I feel confident sometimes I don't and marketing. Yeah. Marketing, I definitely don't feel confident in that. The problem with me with marketing is, is I feel like there's like 15 different things that 
could be called marketing, right? There's like email marketing, lead gen marketing, content marketing, social media marketing. There's more and I'm not a marketing person, so I don't know. You got marketing strategy and then there's people who want to sell you on like doing it. And then there's copywriters and I'm I'm done. I can't. This is where I get overwhelmed. I was going to say 15, 15 is very nice of you because I feel like there's a thousand different things. I just, yeah. And so I feel very overwhelmed by that process. And I've tried, I've spent a lot of time talking to marketing individuals. We've had a lot, we have some really cool ones coming up. We've had a lot that are on the program before. And I, you know, just in general, I'm like, just tell me what you do. Like, what do I need? And I feel like, because in particular, now that my marketing strategy has changed, I've reached out and I'm like, Hey, I'd love some extra support. And I'm looking for some new marketing people to join the team. And I'm, I will not, like I'm complete. I've come up completely short. (laughs) I can't, I can't seem to find anybody who sort of does what I want or need or, and I don't know that it, it may be that I'm looking for something that doesn't exist. I'm not saying that those people aren't any good who I've talked to. It's just, I don't, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. I think it's tricky too, because depending how you set your business up, like different things fall into different buckets, depending who you're talking to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel really, I feel good about our social media marketing. Like our social Mm -hmm. media manager is awesome. She does a beautiful job, but then she keeps saying to me like, are you looking for a lead gen person? I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? What do you mean? <laughs> and Can't she's like, you? different. Yeah. She's like, I don't really do that. I'm like, what? Those are like funnels and, and different ads and there's ads everywhere. And I don't, I don't Yeah. Know. It's very overwhelming and confusing. That's why we need to talk about it. Yeah. So, I, so I think that that's key. Sales, I feel completely different. I mean, there's a, particularly for you, right? Like you have a product and a service business and the sales process is completely different. I feel like in totally different in product sales and marketing very much overlap in service. It's different. Often when we're in a one-on-one service, your sales is a call, but to get somebody in your door is your marketing. Yes. Yeah. It's very different for for products. So for brief transitions, it's kind of like all combined. There's different steps, but it all like flows together. You know what I mean? Like if I do, I mean, on some platforms I run ads, but on others it's social media, but, but everything is geared towards the product versus I feel like service, you know, part of it is building the relationships. So that's different from the sales aspect, you know, like it depends what you have going on at the time. Like Brief transitions is always brief transitions. There's always underwear for whoever needs them. But the services part, yeah, it's a little different depending what program you have running or what service you have and yeah, all those things. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I feel like my, so my marketing efforts in the past at Hashtag Legal have always been word of mouth, you know, speaking engagements, Mm -hmm. just general visibility, which then leads to meeting people, which then leads to people remembering us and then they come in the door and that's worked really well. But since, uh, the pandemic and we've stopped traveling and the speak, you know, there's just aren't as, I mean, I'm still doing speaking engagements. It's just a different experience. Right. I'm realizing that that needs to look different or it needs to change. 
But then when I started digging into my metrics, I realized maybe it didn't um, because so many of our clients come from word of mouth or from existing clients. And so maybe that needs to change a little bit differently. And so there's no one size fits all. I think a lot of it has to do with digging into the metrics of your business to see where your clients are coming from, where, who they are, what area, what like social media channels or where they're looking for their information is coming from. So a lot of it is really data-driven, which is one of the reasons why I invited one of our guests on because she's all about data-driven marketing, which I really liked. I didn't interrupt you at all because you just talked about metrics. Like you you mentioned the word (laughs) metrics like two or three times and you talked about data and seeing where things come from. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, was that Jamie talking just now? So proud of you. No, it wasn't me. Someone took over <laughs> my body and um, I i don't know who that was. I blacked out a little bit. I'm not sure. A leftover from Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> I ate too much candy and now I'm in a coma. Um, <laughs> I've actually been, Brie has been my, uh, Brie has been like digging into all the numbers. That's her excitement. And she just sends me really pretty spreadsheets and charts where I can see like a column of numbers. Yeah. The summary. <laughs> the summary. Yeah, that's all I wanted. She's like, I made this pivot table. I was like, stop talking. I don't know what you're saying. You're brilliant enough. Um, But yeah, knowing, you know, where it's really for us in the service field, it's like referral source. And I don't mean like necessarily an individual. I mean, is it coming from social media? Is it coming from Google? Is it coming from speaking? Is it coming from an existing client? And then looking at where those percentages come from and then focusing effort and energy both in the place where they're coming from and potentially other avenues that may not either, not those that I've explored and didn't work, but those I haven't explored yet. So that's actually very similar even for products. So for brief transitions, I look at, yeah, which platforms people find us on. Are they coming from Instagram or Pinterest or Google or wherever? And then looking into, and even some of that gets tracked, you know, within Shopify, for example, like in my website, but looking at, how they kind of go from that process. So, okay, did I run ads on one platform and that's where those people came from? Where are they coming from organically? Also referrals because I am mentioned, like the product is mentioned in blog posts or features or wholesale. So I sell a two-pack wholesale that goes into some postpartum boxes. Those people might go and buy more from my website after. So I track, okay, did they come from there? So all of that tracking, it is important also for product businesses to see like which platforms are really working for them the best. And again, where can they expand to? Oh, that's interesting. So, so it sounds like the marketing data is very similar across the board. It's probably how you create that messaging. Um, Cause like a sales page, I think for products is obviously going to look a lot yeah. different them for a service. Um, and then I think the sales process is probably different. So for me, sales for services is very much about the communication, you know, making the person feel like whatever need they have, you're able to meet how you're able to meet it and not just the cost. Cause I think a lot of times for me in particular, I don't think cost tends to be the factor. If cost is the factor, then they're probably not going to go with me because I'll pick a legal zoom or something over it. But if they're looking for an intangible, um, then I think that's uh, where the sales process comes. And that I'm really comfortable with, just a one-on-one conversation or even communicating over email. I think I feel so strongly in what we do that that comes Mm -hmm. easily to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's the marketing part. I guess it's the cold 
leads right. versus the warm that I think are the, that are more challenging because I feel like I'm sort of trying to distill down what we do in like an email. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Which because, is hard. Right. Because if you're working mostly with people that you already know, you're assuming they already know you to some extent. So the whole customer journey from someone from the first time they hear your name or see your business is very different. And it's weird to try to connect with that. Yeah, exactly. Because even if I've never met them or I don't know them, they've usually come to us from someone who does. Right. So there's already like a little bit of an element of trust that may not be there because I think it all, it all comes down to trust, right? Like, do I trust that either the product or the service is going to do what they say? Right. So actually for, for brief transitions, again, since it's um, a product for new moms, products for moms are, I forget what the percentage is, but it's very high. Over 80% of purchases are from recommendations from other moms. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's always it's, about the crowdsource, right? Right. Because the market is so flooded with so many different, there's exactly. very, in the parenting space in particular, I feel like there's very few like innovative things where there's only one of that on the market. Right. Yeah. And people, and even in like, you know, Facebook groups or wherever they'll post, you know, I'm packing my hospital bag. What do I need? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And then. Makes a lot of sense. Cause why on earth would you ever know what about postpartum mesh underwear until you have a baby or a friend who exactly. had a baby? Right. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Right. I can see that. Yeah. With, with services, I think it's a little bit different because someone's probably, I don't think anybody who comes to us at hashtag legal doesn't already believe they need a lawyer. So it isn't that right. it's just they have to find the one that's right for them. Right. So I think most of the time someone who's even inquiring is like, yeah, if I don't need one tomorrow, today, I'm probably going to need one tomorrow or in like a month. Um, and so it's really just about whether or not we resonate with them. Right. So I think getting them to even have heard of us marketing and then making them feel like we're the right fit for them, sales. Right. And that could be the same for me on the service side with the Transitions Collective because it's really about if people already know the community or if they're looking for community, if they're looking for support for their business that already is in a community or is in this community or if they're looking for the right one. I've gotten that before too. What fits for them and their personality? Yeah. So when I distill it down, it feels very accessible. But then when I try to go out and like find the right person to do work with, I find it really challenging. I really do. I would 100% love to hear from people like, how do you find your marketing professionals? Who do you use? Why why do you like them? Like, I just, I really feel like this is one of those areas that like, I feel really good about sort of our social media marketing, like I said. Um, And we're really, really struggling to find someone who resonates with us to do email, help with email marketing, sales funnels, sales pages. These are things that just don't come naturally to me. I can talk all day. It's just, I don't know. There's a formula. There's a magic to copywriting that I'm just, it's just not my wheelhouse. Right. Not mine either. Yeah. It's a, it's a gift. Yeah. Oh yeah. It totally is. Are you kidding? Yeah. And then when launching the courses, that's a whole other world because that's a digital product. Yes. So then you have the courses. And so those sales pages look different. Those funnels look different. It's just my head's exploding. Yeah. Just want to be like, guys, we're really good at what we do. Come work with us. (laughs) That doesn't work. (laughs) No, right. Yeah. It's the whole process. uh, My friend, Nicole Giordano, actually, we had her on the show a couple months ago talking about community. She goes through with her members 
in startup fashion, a whole like marketing funnel based on like, like, know, and trust and people aren't purchasing until the trust phase. Right. But what we're talking about here is like, how do you even get them to the start of the funnel and which things do you put in the like, in like the high funnel, which is the like, Mm -hmm. the mid funnel, which is the no, or the low funnel closest to buy, which is the trust. The trust. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like the trust part is the part in my service business where I'm usually on the phone with you. Right. You're interacting with me and it's like, you either like me or you don't. Um, It either works or it doesn't. So that part, and I just really, I find when I don't approach sales as sales, like we, we are in the lucky position that I'm sort of interviewing our clients as much as they're interviewing us. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it feels like a, just a really good, like, yeah, we're going to work great together and this is going to be a great fit. So it sort of organically happens in a natural way where there doesn't feel like there's a lot of pressure and it's just, I'm myself and they are their selves hopefully. And it just works. So I feel really comfortable with that, but yeah, the, the, the like and no part in writing, I think is so much harder. It's why I thought speaking was such a great fit for me because right. I just like, I like to talk. <laughs> I know you that's do? very surprising. What? <laughs> I like teaching though. And I think that helps with the no and the trust part. Right. And the like part. Totally. Right? Like, yeah. Because also marketing is going to work for you the best, however you feel the most comfortable. Yeah. That's, that's the, the other reason why I think part of me is like not finding it is because it's just, it isn't who I am. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't feel right to me and it's worked the other way so far. And so a number of marketing people have been like, why are you even asking me these questions? And part of the reason why I think I'm, I'm seeking this information out is because it could change at any time. Not that I'm living in fear that everything's going away. It isn't that, but it's just like, I feel like I need to at least have the information and the knowledge so I can make the informed decision. Um, and you know, considering multiple ways of marketing, I think not too many, you don't want like 50 ways, but right. you know, more than one or two, at least the knowledge of it or the ability to change things up over the course of the year, I think can also make a difference. Ladies, speaking of sales and marketing, I think this would be a good time for us to take a break. We'll be right back. I am very excited to announce the launch of the UnBusiness School, Hashtag Legal's new course offerings. In our first round of classes, we've created a series of mini classes on the following topics, business formation, contracts, trademark, copyright, and terms and conditions and privacy. Whether you are a designer, developer, creator, or you own your own brick and mortar business, we will be breaking down the topics you need to know that can confuse many business owners. We've capped all videos at 20 minutes to make sure we get the most important subjects without all of the unnecessary legal jargon. You can choose the mini class you want, or you can buy a bundle and make a masterclass. We are here to provide you confidence to make decisions about your business. You no longer have to fear the legal side of your business because you'll be empowered to make decisions and will know when you need to ask for help. For more information, go to school.hashtag-legal.com backslash the unbusiness school. You know, I was thinking too here, we just mentioned, I mean, you have one-on-one legal services and courses. I have a membership community and a product. We're like, Oh, we have everything. You yeah. have the group and the, and yeah. the actual physical product. Yeah. We literally yeah. sell and market all the yeah. things. <laughs> all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't, you don't, I mean, you do some one-on-one consulting work, but I don't yeah. feel like you're 
really, it's a different whole yeah, other story. But yeah. yeah, no, the bulk of mine is all one-on-one perf- like professional services, right. Um, right. which is hard. And to find a marketing professional who can even write about the topics I talk about is really hard. My, That's a whole added yeah. layer of complexity that it's that it's legal, I have to say. Yeah, it is. And like Thea, my social uh, manager is awesome. She's, she picked it up really quick, but we've run through a large number of people who just weren't able to, and they were very honest. They were like, yeah, this is not for me. And I get it. It's hard to make like legal quirky and fun. (laughs) Um, And that's really what our tone is. We don't take it very seriously. So that part is also a challenge. Yeah. Because then there's a whole like extra layer of training. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I have to check everything over to make sure it's right. 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 (laughs) Make sure that everything we're right. So it usually ends up being me writing it. (laughs) Right. And the whole, and I mean, we didn't even talk about, but like sometimes people confusing marketing with branding and where do they overlap and all of that. Gosh, we have a couple of good branding episodes that we'll drop because we've, we did, we have talked about branding. But I was really interested this month. I know we have um, a sales professional who's going to come on and she's going to be talking about particularly like virtual selling um, in this world of where we can't meet face to face. And um, like I said, we have somebody marketing coming on who's going to be talking about the metrics. So it's not necessarily like how do you write a sales page, but she's the one who's going to she what she talks about and what I like so much about her is she's going to help you figure out like, where do you even go? Who are you even talking to? How do you even know where to start to create that strategy? Cause you can't create strategy without knowing your numbers. Right. And we're going to talk about CRMs too later oh in the month. Gosh, CRMs. Yeah, they are there. Yeah. I feel like they could be the topic of a month's worth of posts. No doubt. Like yeah. just people's who do you yeah. use? How do you use right. it? What do you do with it? Like right. some of them are so powerful. Like I know Brie has spent so much time doing, we used Dubsado and Brie has spent so much time on Dubsado trainings just yeah. to unlock like half right. of what it can do. Right. She finds the holes in them. She's constantly putting suggestions amazing. in. She's amazing. Brie, you're amazing. She's amazing. She's like, so I figured out Dubsado doesn't do this and it should. And I was like, that's, she's like, yeah. I've submitted the suggestion. They're going to be like, who are these people at hashtag legal? I'm sure they are. 20 tickets in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, here's your suggestion box. But I mean, truthfully, there are so many options with CRMs. Our our interview this month about that is, I mean, this woman has a, a whole business that provides those recommendations to people that evaluates what people need as they scale their business and how their needs might change and which systems they should put in place. For the longer term, it's hard when you're particularly in a services business with scaling because you you can't automate too much, but you have to automate some of it. Yeah, and so that's what the issue. And particularly if you have someone who's sort of the face of your business, that also becomes more of a challenge when you're scaling. Um, so we walk that fine line all the time with trying to automate early on, and then right. becoming really hands-on, not automated once you sort of get through that first phase. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, because it can it can throw things off if you don't do it the right way. Like yeah, you, you can know, lose people. people. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to qualify when something you know an email comes in the door. Sometimes the ones that seem like they're the you're like no way they become the best clients. Right. 
And then other ones that seem like incredible, you're like, wow, that was a waste of time. Yeah, that was terrible. (laughs) Yeah, that I did not need to get on a call for that. So it's hard to qualify that. I mean, the more experience I get in reading them, the more that I have a better idea, but I still get surprised. Yeah. People Mm. will continue to surprise us. (laughs) Eight years later. (laughs) Yes, I think that's fair. And beyond. (laughs) They surprised me pre-2020. So I feel like that's not new for No, no, it's not. But it just has an extra. Yeah, that is true. That is very true. So I am excited for this month because I feel like I got to ask like all the questions that (laughs) I wanted to ask. Um, And I think there's some really good info. And I certainly, if we have marketing gurus out there, we'd love to hear from you too. We have a thousand questions to put in the Facebook group. Yeah, I think. How are we going to do that this time? Yeah. And I want to say also, if you're a marketing person and you can help us clarify these things, we should consider having you on the show too. Yeah, pitch us. Yes. Yeah. We love, I love to get pitches when they're from like a specific person because they've heard something. Those are my favorites. So please pitch us if you have, if you're a marketing guru and you are interested in coming on and you want to clarify and and help, we're in. Yeah, totally. We're in. What, what is one of our 1 million questions that we're going to put in the group today? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I guess we should start with just people's relationship to both marketing and sales. That's a good one. Yeah. What are you, do you like marketing? Do you like sales? Are you comfortable with one over the other? Right. What part am I, do you understand there's a lot of different types of marketing? (laughs) Which parts are you afraid of? We just gave you 20 questions again. There it is. There it is. If you are not a member of our group, come join us so you can help us better understand marketing. We are Fearless Business Podcast HQ on Facebook, and you can also find us on fearlessbusinesspodcast.com. We'll try to limit it to like two questions. <laughs> yeah, two, maybe three or 10. You yeah, never know. Like yeah. yeah. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, if you like listening to the show, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate the stars and the hearts and whatever other measurements they come in. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and share this podcast. Reviews are amazing too. Please visit fearlessbusinesspodcast.com for more information. If you'd like to connect with Jamie, visit hashtag legal.com. And if you'd like to connect with Mary, visit the transitionscollective.com. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.